Welcome to the Books, Beards, Booze podcast, where we talk books, drink booze, and have beards. All right. As always, I'm Bob of Tells by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. I'm still not dead. Jeez. Well, uh, 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 are we sure? I'm we, dead inside. As of recording, no, that's this, not a good joke. My therapist would not approve. As of recording, the Derek doesn't approve. As I'm of recording this podcast, she is alive. As of this moment, as of this podcast uploading, this shining moment. Yeah, we're it's it on 50. Wednesday. We're it My 50, lab 50. results have not come back yet, so it's questionable. Well, no, so you probably don't know that you're going to die until the lab results come back. Well, no, Derek, we're all dying. We're all going to oh die. Oh my God, Tanya, no shit. Everything dies. One of the few good songs they have. Everything <laughs> dies. So my mom, I'm telling my mom about these palpitations, and she's like, oh, why would you tell your mom? Oh, because I'm an idiot. And I was like, yeah, well, I don't know, is. man. I think I'm just, I think I might just be dying. She's like, you're not dying. And I was like, well, mom, we're all dying. That's literally what we were born to do is to die. It's what we're all doing. And she didn't, she didn't really appreciate that. Hmm. That's because you're, you're wrong. It's very nihilistic. Yeah. Um, Name one thing besides pooping that literally everybody does. Breathing. Ooh. Helping and thinking. And praying. I wasn't going to say praying. I don't know what what comes next, but... (laughs) I'm glad we're on the same page, though. Is that from, like, Bridget Jones or some shit? Fucking no. That's an old Motown song. Yeah, it's it's an old song. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, guys. So, yeah, this is... so about them romances. (laughs) Yeah, so that's what we're talking about this week. We're talking about (laughs) some of our favorite romances. (laughs) Spoiler, ain't none. Oh, my God. Our favorite romances... salty bitch. ...in... In in books, our our best bookly romances. Uh, romances. Romance in the Stone. Gross. That was a good movie. I haven't seen it. it. I don't yeah. think I've ever seen it. That's I was just good. I was just grossing because I um, can. Well, because so she's Tony spiteful. Is a robot. So yep. We're, no, she's no, she's not. She likes to say she's a robot. She's not a fucking. robot. I have too many feels. Oh my god! Just no. She's just she's an android. Oh, Android eighteen. That's what I needed. That's what I really wanted my cosplay to be for Dragon Con, but I was. Too late getting a wig. And you would think that even though I've got blonde hair, it's not blonde enough. And I have like a five head, but really for Android 18, you need like a seven head. So I needed a wig. And literally all the rest of her clothes the boots and the pants and the denim skirt. And you the can tiny, wear all the, the tiny rest. blue belt. Yeah, but like her outfit, I feel like you could pimp that at a normal like everything. That's day. the thing. That's yeah. why she's the best cosplay because I don't have to buy anything really fucking weird. Like, yeah, all so, that stuff is wearable. So why... Because I only have a week to get it. Or, well, you, well you've had it... Because you, you were talking about doing this for last year's Dragon Con. Stop with your logic. No <laughs> so one wants it. You've had a, you've get had a year. Get out of your own Hey, house. you know what we should do? We should definitely, like, not make a decision about things and just kind of keep pushing it Ooh, down Derek. the road. Ooh, ow. Ooh, ow. Shots fired. Pow. <laughs> I'm dead. Keep going. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> We, we're we're gonna talk we're gonna Fucking start savagery shit <laughs> we're gonna start talking about some of our favorite examples of romances and we're just gonna see where the conversation takes us Mm-mm. um we we made there's a couple of different directions we can go with it and uh we still have the derpasaurus rex here to award to whoever's talking dumb yes people <laughs> so so tanya the, the derpasaurus yeah. is in the right hand right now so. he knows who loves him most <laughs> so uh, who wants to start us off talking about a example of a romance that they enjoyed? I can because, so I put a fair amount of thought into this. Yeah. 
Because um, you enjoy relationship building. And, I, I do. And but also, things. I get a lot of enjoyment out of a lot of different romantic relationships in books for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Which is what I wrote down for these. Because mm-hmm. all of them don't hit you the same. And I don't appreciate them for the same reasons. Yeah, That's fair. So, like, for example, one of... One of them that I do appreciate a lot is in the Wheel of Time, um, Land and Nynaeve. Yeah. And I appreciate them because those are two very strong-willed, strong characters who have very definitive characters that are going to act in a certain way. So it's interesting to see them playing off each other when they're in in their romantic situations because they are the only people that can get each other to act differently yeah, and kind of show a different side of themselves, which I appreciate because otherwise, I mean, I always like land lands the best, but right, Nynaeve yeah. can get Real tough annoying. sometimes. Yeah. So it's nice to see her interact with him sometimes because it softens her in some ways and it lets you see other parts of her as a character and realize, okay, yeah, she can be really infuriating sometimes, but, like, she's a real character and, yeah. like, has actual good characteristics. The woman that they cast as her has a head full of braids. Yeah, I don't like that. Why? She tugs her braids. That's her, no, like... No, she tugs her braid. It's actually oh, a... God. It's a plot point in the third... Second book? Second book. No, fifth book. When she has all the individual braids, I'm hoping that they will let her put all of her hair together. I, I made the mistake braid. of reading some comments on the casting announcement of Wheel of Time, and it's like, oh my, the people that are just nitpicking this, like the guy who they cast to play Perrin, who I think has a very kind of like serious face, like his face looks very Perrin-ish to me, like yeah. it's like very like very serious kind of serious-minded, focused-looking face. Like, well, he this guy only weighs like 190 pounds, you know. Like he there's he doesn't look bulky like a blacksmith. But it's like guys, like okay, they're not going to find a perfect person that fits every person exactly like you envisioned it in the book. Because guess what? How you envision it from the book. Is not always going to match how everyone else envisioned it from the book. Like there are there are let's, some. Let's guidelines. not get sidetracked into this because I have a whole thing about the fact that you're wrong about this, and let's not let's not go into that because we're focusing on the romance thing. <laughs> so, but yeah, I like that because a lot about that later. A lot of, a lot of different romances just bring different things out. So one of the ones that I appreciate is that one because they. I don't want to say either of them really soften each other. Yeah. Because they don't get too soft. No. Because they're both very hard characters. But uh, it's nice to see them... Humanized of sorts? Yeah, to act... You know that they act certain ways at all times. Mm. And then when it comes to each other, you see things diverge. And you're like, oh, shit. So this is like... like they actually care about each other because they're doing very uncharacteristic things. Yeah. Mm. So... I kind of appreciate that. Okay. Tommy, do you have one you wanted to... I mean, I really only have one. All right, well, let's go ahead and do your one. <laughs> okay. Great. 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 So I've read plenty of books that have, like, relationships in them, but a lot of it is stuff kind of like uh, Paper Magician, which, yes, yeah. there's a romance, but it's, like, nauseating yeah. because of reasons, not because of the romance itself, but because of just, like the way it's put together or the characters themselves. But so the one that is on my Goodreads that 
I got reminded of was uh, Siri and Sasebron in Warbreaker. Yeah. So, you know, at first there's this like, oh, you're supposed to be the God King. Ah, I'm scary. Wait, no, wait, wait just a minute. Hold up now. Yeah. Hold on. You're actually not a bad person. I kind of think I like you, question mark? Question that was a very believable... Yeah, just like that slow build of like, they're, they're so, weirdly put together, but then just like how their relationship forms and grows felt really natural. It felt very caring and not just like... Not I've, peace. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I haven't read this. Yeah. Um, so is it kind of like a, in your opinion, like a... What you appreciate is it kind of feels like a realistic representation of how like an arranged marriage could come to be like a thing where people care kind about of. each other because you know like they just people kind of get put together and then they they learn to love each other kind of thing. It well, is technically an arranged yeah, I mean, it's marriage, te- yeah. but it's it's very un- like once you get into it, it's super unconventional. Right, I, I know. But I yeah. just I just that kind of the idea of two people that they don't really want it and then they kind of come to appreciate each other and it kind of grow, grows from that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, I guess, kind of like that. Um, but not necessarily because it's like an arranged marriage working out, but just, you know, and uh, I know you're going to talk later about emergency contact, um, but just the the realism, I guess, of it and where mm-hmm. you could be like, no, I could, that's kind of how relationships actually kind of happen. That like slow, tentative, like reaching out to each other and be like, oh, wait, you're, you're slowly learning things about each other, and then you're like, oh, fuck, wait. I think I think I love you, dude. I think I'm kind of into this. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm really into you. And then he writes on his chalkboard, I think I'm really into you, too. Yeah. He didn't have a tongue. He got ripped out. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I feel yeah. like I remember you mentioning yeah. that. I was like, so, chalkboard? Yeah. I yeah. think we might have mentioned all of the other things. Did not realize, like, does he have, like, one hung around his neck and he just, like, writes on it and turns it around? And, like, <laughs> it's a fucking Etch-A-Sketch and he yeah. just shakes it. But, uh, but no, I, I enjoyed that because, like, you know, towards the end, well, at the end, you know, like, she gets kidnapped and he fucking beast modes out and, like, saves the day kind of thing. And mm-hmm. it was just, huh, yeah, it was really awesome. Oh, that was a good one. Uh, I'm going to say my favorite my favorite romance in a fantasy book was in Swords Point. Uh, the I still two, need to read that. I think I bought it, but I don't remember. It's uh, Alec and, oh, fuck, uh, St. Veer. I forget his first name. But um, it's a swordsman and this, like, quasi-suicidal scribe guy. Relatable, relatable. Um, the two of them, they... Like Saint Veer is the best swordsman in the city, and the what's it, wait, what's his name? Saint Veer, Saint Veer. Is it Saint? S T. Like, like that's his last name. Oh, his last name okay. is Saint Veer. I was like, that's that's some. Oh yeah, no 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 no. It's like, like yeah, I'm just I'm a fucking saint. It's like Richard Saint Veer or something. like okay, that. Okay, cool. I was um, like, whoa. Okay. But then like so, Alec, Alec is, um, he's a drunk. He's intensely self-destructive he picks fights with people knowing that he'll lose but he knows that richard will step in and probably kill them for him kind of deal like it's it it's not a healthy relationship by any stretch of the imagination but it comes across as very real and 
at the end of the book, some things happen that you kind of realize the actual depths of the romance and why Alec is so self-destructive and yada, 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 and kind of throws some stuff into perspective that just really ties it all together. And it's like, oh, my feels. <laughs> oh. So sweet. Yeah. So, uh, but everyone, everyone should read Swords Point. It's just a fabulous fucking book, Ellen Kushner, and it's got a, it's got a pretty cool little uh, self-destructive romance arc in it. So great, yeah. Dark. Just as romantic as Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. So what else are you gonna do when you're 16 and in love? Just kill yourself. Have heart palpitations. For... <laughs> you know what? Since we brought that up, I'm gonna skip down my list and go to a different one. Okay. okay. So on the concept of stupid kids in love, I really appreciated the depiction of uh, Fit Chivalry and Molly. And the Farseer trilogy. I think that's the, the first trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, written by... Robin Hobb. Thank you. How do I forget the name of practically my favorite author? Yeah, I don't fucking know. I just had a mind. Ooh, yeah, anyway. your face was like, the fuck is this? Yeah. Because <laughs> you just, you're well, like... You earned a derpy for that one. Thanks, I go. appreciate that. All right. <laughs> derp, 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 derp. How have you and I just passed that back and forth and Bob has yet to earn Because he derp? never admits excellence. that he's a derp. Um, I am nonstop excellence. Mm, incorrect. But uh, I really liked their romantic arc because it's a very... It's very well established stupid kid romance where it's like, because I mean it, it does build. It doesn't just like come out of nowhere because right. they were friends when they were little and stuff like that. But once it becomes a romantic relationship, they are doing making horrible, terrible decisions that are going to get them into enormous amounts of trouble, and they just do it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that's a. That's a dumb, that's yeah. a dumb, but it's also like they're, I don't know, 16, 17 at the time. So it's like, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That sounds about right. Oh, yeah, yep. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. awful. You're, you're fucking up. You're the worst. Yeah. Okay, this is, cool. this is awful. Please, please don't do this. Yeah. Oh no. You can't, you just can't listen to people. You can't fucking listen to anybody. <sighs> but yeah, so I, oh. I appreciate that because it was, it was a good representation of the misguided Young lovers yeah. is the way I look at it. Yeah. Um, one, another one I really like is in Legend. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember the character's name. One guy becomes a Count of Brass. I remember that. I need and to the, read that again. The, the daughter of the person in charge of Dros Delmont. How can I can remember the fucking fort, but I can't remember the characters? Whatever. That's who I am as a person. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Just embrace that. I'll give you the derp. Yeah. So it's like Reynard or something like that. It's some... Mm-hmm. Uh, roguish guy. Anyway, so one thing I really hate is when these people seemingly fall in love for no reason. and It's like they fall in love for plot reasons, not Ugh. character reasons. And so a lot of times I just don't like the representations. It's like, well, these people fell in love real fucking fast. Well, these two do fall in love pretty fast. But there is a different component there in that they are like... There is a siege. They are probably going to die, die. soon, mm-hmm. and yeah, they go through they go through a lot of heavy shit together pretty quickly early on, mm-hmm. and it it came across as fairly believable, and they seemed like good matches for like they they were very much couples that brought out the a couple that brought out the best in each other. Mm-hmm. Like they were like he was very flawed, roguish kind of shady guy until he gets with her, and she kind of brings out 
his, his noble qualities. Yeah, kind of yeah. deal. And he kind of gets her to loosen, loosen up, up a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. It worked out really well. So that was a that was one I really liked. Yeah, uh, since you you put it like that, that I'll, I'll my next uh, is one that anytime I've always thought about romances in books, I always forget this one. And I'm going to preface this with never finished the series, so I don't know if this goes sideways, or I don't even remember if these characters, like, die or yeah. anything. But, like, at the point that I remember reading to, I appreciated this uh, relationship, which is from the Sword of Truth books. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Addie the Bone Lady, I think was her name, and Zedekus Zul Zorander. Yeah, which is a great name. It's an amazing name. Uh, but the reason I like that is because they're both... Um, Basically, it's a romance between very, very old people. Like, yeah. they have been around a really long time. They've had incredibly difficult lives and then been alone for long periods of time. And then they just kind of come into contact with each other. They have a lot in common, but they're also very different people. And it's really charming to see them be like coming to support each other at the the, this late point in their lives where they're like, fuck it, man. I just need somebody that I appreciate and enjoy. And yeah. And you're it. Like yeah. you're, it, it's really cool to see like older individuals that just kind of get together and they yeah. make a really good team. Right. So it's, it's really I know fun. I have read stuff like that in the past. Mm-hmm. I, nothing like, I can't quite remember it off the top of my head, but I know I've read that. Like the two old people like getting together and enjoyed it, and I, I can't, I just can't remember a specific example. And, it, and it's, I really like it because, like, the, if I remember, old people sex turns you on. Uh, it doesn't, but it's funny. In hey, that you're going to be an old person who maybe has sex one day. Let's let's not get into that. <laughs> but the, uh, but I, it's funny. You ever think about your meme all banging? You know, like STDs. Why, and stuff why is must like, you ruin this a, episode? I'm ruining everybody's. You know, STDs and HIV is like a huge thing in nursing home populations because they don't get pregnant, so they don't use condoms. So, so I don't it just have, runs rampant. I, my grandma lives by herself. Thank you very much. Well, then Meemaw is having gentlemen mm-hmm. callers she, or oh, female callers or both his, callers. His grandmother's a saint. Yeah, she's an actual saint. Saint Meemaw. Saint Meemaw. <laughs> but no, um, I really like because like, I mean, that Zed is very roguish in his actions when they meet, and it's but he's basically like he has this. So, have you read the first book? I yeah. feel like you I, did. I've read part of it, and but I've watched the sh- shitty show. Yeah, you know, I don't want to talk about that. But uh, he has like this this wizard's rock where he, like he stands on it and he can like. I don't even remember exactly what it does, but I know it. They talk about like how amazing it feels, and he's like, when they meet for the first time, he's just kind of thrown in this situation, and they he kind of like wakes up in her house, and he's like, I don't really know who you are, but you're an older lady, and you're helping me and stuff like that. So then he, as they get comfortable together in that first scene, he's like, All right, I'm kind of kind of into this. This yeah. uh, this is working back and forth here. So he's like, So, you ever? What uh, you doing later? Yeah, you ever been? You ever been on a? Wizard's Rock, and she's like, "Oh yeah," and then he just kind of leans toward naked, and that's the <laughs> end, that's the end of the chapter. And it's just like, "At a boy," but they, they they're real fun. Oh, he's he's great. I yeah. love that character. Right. Nice. 
Well, I thought of another. Okay. And that's what I was doing on the phone. I was mm-hmm. not ignoring you. I was like, you I, were, have, I wasn't going to call you. I out. have read some Jane Austen, and her stuff is like they're romance novels, but. Mm-hmm. I haven't read any of them. I yeah. listened to them because the writing is cumbersome for me. And so, but when I listen to a book, I don't absorb it quite as much. So I had to. You I don't get to, hung up on the elaborate. Yeah. So I had, to, I had to quick Google. But I really enjoyed Pride and Prejudice, and their relationship was great. If you can get through all the the weirdness of it, it's basically like you've got Mr. Darcy and oh that bitch whose name I forgot. You that literally quick, just that quick, Elizabeth. Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy, like they have their own like they they come together and they're kind of just like man fuck you enemies thank you for the derpasaurus earned that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like they come together and they're just like you know really seemingly incompatible but through the course of the novel they kind of realize their own faults fix the things in themselves they have the self-reflection to be like "Ooh, that's kind of on me perhaps i'm a bit of a dick and (laughs) (laughs) maybe i over exaggerated so they fix themselves and that that frees them up to find a mutual understanding of each other which then lets them be like now that you have fixed your faults and i have fixed my faults i kind of find you fascinating and then they fall in love oh, that's interesting so yeah. yeah so it's i had to look it up to to make sure that i was remembering that the way it was supposed to be but yeah it's like they they kind of like maybe i should work on myself because uh reasons yeah so yeah i liked that that's nice nice self-reflection and growth and yeah. stuff so last one i want to talk about is in the black company by glenn cook mm-hmm Croker and the Lady, which I just finished the first book of that again. Yeah. I almost put them on here, but it well, you have, have you have to read right. much farther into the series to really get it. Yeah, but there's even stuff in the first book no, there where, is. It, where you're just the like seeds are, this seeds is are planted. Yeah. So in the Black Company, Croker basically becomes obsessed with the Lady. The Lady is basically Lady Sauron. Mm-hmm. She rules. No, this. she's Lady Saruman. Yeah, Lady Saruman. Look at it yeah, Lady Saruman. She's the one hand. Well, yeah, well, well just because not, she's not she's, the most evil thing in the world. Oh, but second she, most. She damn yeah. close. Her, her dead husband, her, her imprisoned under the ground husband. He's dead. That sounds dead. That sounds like dead. No. no. That's the problem. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> you oh. should, we should read this. Yeah. Yeah, I have yes. it. I bought the omnibus. He's, he's imprisoned yeah. under the ground in a barrow with a bunch of wards around to it keep to, him there, to keep him because he can't they can't kill him yeah you so can't really please, can't please kill. he's too powerful to kill well okay. she is his wife and she broke out of the barrow land and took <laughs> some of the servants and instead of like and, bringing him back up she's like nah bitch no. you stay there yeah mm-hmm. even she's like Ugh. relatable yeah. and so he's called <laughs> and the then she takes over the world well Ooh, so she, she takes yes. over the like the well, northern continent yeah. kind of okay. has his empire well they hire, one of her servants, Soulcatcher, hires the Black Company. Croker is the analyst, and he becomes obsessed with the lady because no one, no one has ever seen her because, except for the her like highest ranked servants, because like to see her, you don't see her. You basically see like just this eye peering into your soul, and she like take like rummages around, gets in what, your head, in your head, or, yeah, or just like blinding light, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, so, okay, but so okay. he's obsessed Hashtag with her, goals. and basically starts writing fan fiction about her. He just looks. He's like, I think maybe this is what she's like. So he's yeah, like, this is he writes what... these scenes of imagining what, well, what, what, what 
this lady doing tonight kind of deal. And he reads them out, and people just are constantly making fun of him. him about it. Well, she finds out about it. And uh, she takes an interest in him. Takes an interest in him, and but it's, the power imbalance is, is so is so out. Like there's nothing could ever possibly. But she bec- <laughs> he becomes somewhat of like a pet, like and it's one of those deals. Like oh, you don't want to be the pet of the Dark Lord because her rewards are like oh, I'll let you try and assassinate this try and assassinate obscenely, this powerful, obscenely person. powerful person. Like you can go along on that mission because I know you'd like to see it. You like writing things down. It's like so you, I'm sure you want to see this. Yeah, and of course he's the only person there with like no magic, and you know a <laughs> fart could kill him. You know. <laughs> Um, but later in the series, she basically loses her power and uh, decides to travel with the black companies. Like, oh, I'm, well, I'm getting out. Fuck it, I'm getting out. Yeah. And uh, uh, they end up falling in love. And, like, over the course of these books, they become this, like, he quits being the analyst. Someone else becomes the analyst. So it's quits being from his perspective. You see it from like these other people talking about like watching them, like how they can just like sit there and like silence together. But you just know like this very companionable silence and stuff like that. And just that's like, choice. What watching them grow together kind of deal. But like, there's also the power dynamic of she was literally the dark Lord of the North. <laughs> um, and he was just like yeah. a medic. Yeah, and he was. The I, dig it. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, it worked. It's it. it's really cool. And then like they have a kid, and shit goes sideways with the kid, and uh, it's a whole. It's layer. a whole thing. That's a whole thing, and just. I feel like that's what happens in relationships. You have a kid, and things just go sideways. Well, this kid was. Let's let's. A I don't know unusual. Any, I was about to say. I don't know unusual. Any, I didn't have to get that far. Yeah. So don't, don't tell me. So, but no, it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, it it was just. It really. It was. It's basically. It's a couple you see kind of grow old together like the the arcs of the books go for so long that they know each other for a long time and yada 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 and they, hmm. yeah it's neat yeah I, yeah I i always liked that because like or let me rephrase that i realized i liked it because i've only read this book twice now i read it the first time and i like to give bob shit about it because it's bob's like favorite thing ever so i have to yeah um but i read it again and i was like are we in t- like Real quick, sidebar. Yeah. Are we entirely convinced that she didn't sleep with him in that first book? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they did. Because there's one time but where... But can, she can wipe his memory. Exactly. Because like, yeah. she brings him in to, for a meeting. It's like the first time they've ever really met. And then like the next thing he knows, he's walking out and he's like, I feel weird. Yeah. I don't remember what just happened. What the hell's going on? And then they're like, dude, that was like seven hours ago. Yeah. Where the fuck were you? <laughs> yeah. <it's, laughs> I don't think that that's what happened. I, either, I think she I, spent that time rummaging rummi- through his brain yeah. is what I think. Um, Probably. but it's Or, just or like, maybe oh. maybe she like talked to him like and then like, okay, cool. Mind now, that, now, yeah, now that I've unburdened myself, I can just erase yeah. that from your... Because I mean, who the fuck can she talk to? Right. I feel like, like her I t- want to be her. Like the more you describe, the oh, more yeah. this is. Oh, the lady is. Yeah, the ladies. Um, she's a trip. She's yeah, no, a she's goals. She has goals. <laughs> Big goals. Yeah, you just need to read. Ruler with minions. I literally today in the car was like, I need minions. Uh, well, so her ten minions are called the ten who were taken. They're all super powerful wizards. Perfect. And about half of them are actively trying to, to kill, kill her. her. Yeah. But uh, she's just like more powerful. It sounds so. like your workplace, right? Oh, then they're all trying to kill me. Just okay. not actively on purpose. That's where, I don't think. that's where your heart palpitations are coming from. It is. I, yeah, well. My pulpins. But, pulpins. So, 
Anyways, what I've got... She, that, that's all I've got on my, like, relationships I really liked. So what you got, Derek? Oh, slap open that uh, notebook. <laughs> <laughs> so those were... So, another one that I really like, for a very specific reason, is um, Dinah and Quoth. Okay. What do you like about it? Mostly the fact that it's so fucked up. Okay, I was going to say, like... Yeah. I, I, I like, thought about a, that. I was like, but that's not... That's not an enjoyable romance for me it, because it's so one-sided. To, to me, well, to me, I need to see where it goes. Like, so the al- the the sword point, mm-hmm. toxic, had some real issues to it. But when I saw where it ended, I was very happy with it. I need to see I, where their relationship goes before I can really pass. Well, judgment. see, I don't appreciate. I don't think it's like a good relationship. I just think it's a good representation of a type of relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it's like. These two people very obviously care for each other, but because of who they are, they're constantly sabotaging themselves. Yeah. And they can't get out of their own fucking way. And they just constantly fuck up over and over. And it's like, that is so believable. And it is a thing that I see so constantly that it's just like, yeah. Yeah. I definitely... It It's not a comfortable thing, but it right. is a very well done thing. Okay. See, I like, relatable. I see, I've, I've seen that a lot in books where it's like, this is a relationship, but it's kind of fucky. Well, I have my own fucky relationships. I don't want to read about them. <laughs> like, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. It's not fun. Let me see your relationship. It's, well, it's, it's like, oh, this is where it, about? this is how it's supposed to be. Let me read that. No, my, like, my thing is what I find most of the time is, Nine times out of ten, relationships in fantasy books are rushed. Yeah, like smushed. It's like, it seems like in now most keys. fantasy books, the romance is tacked on for word count, almost. Like, okay, like, oh, I'm writing a fantasy thing. I need to throw a little romance in here. And I don't think it's tacked in for word count. I think it's tacked in for checklist. Checking, yeah, yeah. And so they, no one tends to devote the time to the relationship that they should, well, the because issue, that's not the point of the book. The point of the book is I'm saving the world. Well, how about we just we don't slow have, it down. We don't have to have a romance arc in this. We can just save the world as buddies. You also, know? you can get your dick wet in a book without having to be in a relationship. Also, well, my thing is I would rather like if you're going to do it, then make put forth the effort. Like if you're going to yeah. put forth the effort to weave all these interwoven strands to make this really intricate plot like you can do half as much for two people that are coming to appreciate and love each other yeah. in the same book like, yeah yeah i wonder and what I, that says about the authors do they well, just not know well, how relationships no i, I can work I, for this real, is for real? this is a long time passion of mine it's yeah. like it's literally just that's not what the book is for like fantasy books are so like they focus on plot and world building more than anything else that's what mm-hmm. differentiates them as a genre so that's where all the focus is so everything else is just there's less time to put into that because you put so much time in the other two things mm. whereas literary fiction you put a lot more effort into characters because i mean most of those are just saying really, on earth you yeah, don't have to do much world building exactly so, real, if you're gonna, so if you're i'm and, so ready for words. y'all to start blood meridian and just hear <laughs> if y'all like it or not i don't um i'm, I'm still i don't know if you're gonna like it so anyways <laughs> Seemingly out of place. Well, We've because talk, of the, because it's it's li, it's, it's literary, literary fiction. fiction. Yeah, I assume, and yeah. it's but. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll, <laughs> all right. We'll put a pin in that. It, all right. It, uh, it, it it may be the greatest American novel. Have you? That's the Great Gatsby. This 
Yeah, but no, this may be the greatest American novel because it's the most oh, fitting no. for America. Gatsby is a real sad romance. It is. I he throws read he it. throws all these parties and has all these people yeah. over at his house because he's just a sad fucking sack because he can't have the girl he loves. Yeah. Well, no, he that's... leaves a green light that's like a green light's always on yeah. at his place. He throws these one. like twenty four hour parties. His place is the party pad because he's literally just drowning his pain. Hey, that makes Super sense. relatable. Didn't, didn't uh, Leonardo DiCaprio play him? Yep. Makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because yeah. I imagine that's how his life goes. Well, before he won his Oscar? Yeah. No, even after, like, does he, well, oh, so I see what, you're, I see what you did there. That's, yeah. No, but that's what I was saying is, like, that's that's what haunts Leo's dreams is just, yeah. like, people in gold suits forever. But yeah. he finally won one. I just, you know, because he's a womanizer and doesn't. Womanizer, womanizer, womanizer. Stop! Yo, womanizer. Don't start I know, but I don't want you to start. Woo! Oh, you, 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 so, so, you, stop, you stop, stop. So, uh, another one that I really oh like, and this is... Okay, so Denna and... No, he's, on, he's on to a new one. Yeah, yeah, we're on to we're, we're okay. moving on. That, I mean, that, pretty much all oh, no, I had I kinda, to say about yeah, okay, that no, was, okay, okay, was okay. that. But uh, another one I really like, and this is... Uh, basically, this is just me listing really well-represented versions of different relationship type, romantic yeah. entanglements. Okay. The uh, Fit Chivalry and the Fool, mm, yeah, from the Farseer books and beyond. Like I forget the the Elderling, Roman uh, Elderlings. Rel- yeah, right. Um, so that's real good, and that's a really good representation of unrequited love. I guess is the way to put it. Yeah, because Fitz is male, the Fool is male, the Fool is in love with him. He's not gay, so like he loves him as much as he possibly can love someone, but just not in a sexual way. So they're super, super close, but they can never like be as make make that leap. Yeah, yeah, because Fitz is just like I just can't. I that's not. I don't. Yeah, and and it's so it's real sweet to see how much they care for each other and how much they mean to each other, but at the same time, it's. So sad. Yeah, especially since they'll never fit together. Well, it's it. Don't be <sighs> foolish, Bob. <laughs> Pow! <laughs> Yikes! Get that fist bump, boy. Derek, I'm sorry. I'm but so yeah, sorry. it's it, it's 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 real. It's yeah, real no. sad. Well, because like there's a there's a, a scene like in the later books where like they have a big fight because on one hand fits kind of knows that like he's in love with him like that the fool loves him but he won't admit it to himself and they are having this conversation and he basically get into this huge argument in the in the fool like breaks down and is like what do you want me to say it like i have to say it out loud and ruin our friendship yeah okay fine and then like they have this huge thing and Hmm. he's like it's yeah it's super real and super it's a tough yeah. break and the way it turns out and it's just like oh. womp womp. but it's also just really emotional and well done yeah so that's super cool um and, my, and then the last one that i have is just emergency contact oh yeah, yeah. That was really and that good. was and that's just a pretty realistic representation of a modern the modern growth of a relationship through mm-hmm. technology like yeah. you just people using other means to kind of grow their relationship rather than traditionally having to like be near each other all the time, just kind of 
seeing how you can connect with somebody on like an emotional level before a physical level and stuff like that. Well, I guess yeah. I think it's just like, like what you said, it's just super appropriate, I guess, for modern right. times where you got all these like tenders and e-harmonies and bumbles and the cupids and the fishes, all the apps, mm-hmm. all the apps, the Craigslists. <laughs> oh no, they took the Craigslist people, people down. Did they really? Yeah. Human yeah. trafficking getting in the way. Oops. See, you don't have to explain my, that to me. For me, like my favorite app, probably calamari, fried calamari, maybe some mozzarella sticks. Uh, you know, mm, cheese fries. Cheese fries. Spinach Ooh. artichoke dip. Mm, no, hard no. But mm, cheese God. fries. So the best, the best appetizer is the one that you order that's not really an appetizer, and it's barbecue nachos because mm. like any barbecue place has barbecue mm, yeah. nachos in the appetizer but i'm gonna order that as my meal well, that's what i get at countries i want cheddar bacon fries well it's an appetizer bitch that's a whole ass meal it is it yeah really and is. when we go to fucking uh hooks hooks yeah. i've only i've only done it the once when i went with y'all but like man i, I yeah they're nachos really want those nachos again yeah let's go to hooks i'm down all right right now let's go all right well uh we ended up having uh, enough examples there that we uh, we don't need to really dive into why Tanya hates romance. I, and, well, and, I mean, I, we've kind of talked about it where, you know, in a lot of fantasy, it just feels like it's stomped in there. Yeah. And it's not well, executed well. And it feels like they're just... And she's an android. ...mushed and together. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, And feelings are stupid. I, I have such interesting... You can opinion. save the world without a boy. Well, yeah, but... Uh, can you? Uh, uh, can Bloody you? Rose did. She uh, said no, she didn't. Uh, not without a boy. Yeah. Well, it, she had her rabbit man. Yeah. But she was, was also fucking ladies, so. And she was high all the time. Mm. Whoops. <laughs> but yeah, no. Poor, I, poor I, I, say, I say that to say that, like, we just, we didn't have to dive into, like, more bigger picture stuff. Yeah, we, we can enough. save those for a later date. Talk some bigger, yeah. picture, oh, bigger look, picture issues. Give me so. a reason to, to think about things, yeah. and I will so my fucking mouth. Um. In the coming week, uh, as you take a shot from a shot glass surrounded by a bunch of tiny little cat statues. Judgmental cats. Judgmental cats. Wow, they are very judgy looking. Right? Holy shit. I told you. I just thought they were super concentrating. Well, that one, that one's a little curious looking. And that one. Well, that one's the one that's going to get killed. That one. There's something off with that one. But that one is hateful. Right? That was the one I was looking at. It's all of the... Personalities of a cat. <laughs> a little dirty. So evil, so one, evil, evil, right evil, and evil. Sweet. Uh, Look at his no. face, little sweet baby. Wow. Okay. So, that was serial killer. A nap. Serial killer. Yeah. So um, as you take a shot from the little circle of judgmental cats, I hope that the liquor is smooth and gives you just the good warming burn as it settles into your tum tum, where you got that good uh, Chick Fil A Mac. Mm. Oh, the Mac I didn't get. <laughs> and may oh, the breaks my heart. May the blessing of the beard be upon you. Mac. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye.